0: Big week this week, six segments of news. We have the Mario movie possibly being turned into a trilogy. The Nintendo legal situation between them and Dolphin emulator, we have an update there. Games going on sale, answering your questions. Oh boy, welcome back to your favorite Nintendo news podcast, The Mario Matter, episode number 41, where we bring you all of the Nintendo news, as we said. But anyway, big week this week, we got six segments of news, meaning here is segment one, the intro, segment two is the headlines, segment three, four, and five are big news. And segment six is the answering your question segment, whole lot of stuff to discuss and talk about. Then we have some news for today. We have the Nintendo legal situation between them and Dolphin emulator. We have an update there. We have the Mario movie possibly being turned into a trilogy. No, I'm not I'm not joking. A trilogy, that's not confirmed. We'll get into all of that. Then we have Nintendo randomly announcing their biggest game of the year. That last part was a joke, but I'll discuss that too. Games going on sale, answering your questions, big week. Why delay what you want to hear about? Let's go ahead. Let's jump to it all. So here's the headline segment, segment number two, where we discuss all of the Nintendo news from the past seven days, because this podcast is weekly. You know, it wouldn't make sense to discuss news from more than seven days ago. So today is June 7th, recording on June 6th. That means we start on May 31st. It's kind of topics that are Big topics, really, but we can't like discuss them for so long, so here we go, May 31st. Okay, guys, this news story really confused me, okay? I I read this, and I kind of was shocked that these guys apparently didn't get more punishment. Alright, so let's read the headline. Two Nintendo fans stole copies of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom as Amazon employees. Okay, if the game looks that good to you to where you need to be an Amazon employee and steal the game and flee, I I, I mean, is it that worth it? I don't know. It's a great game. I don't think it's that worth it, though. By the way, I actually just beat Tears of the Kingdom last night. Uh I should discuss about that in the answering your questions segment. Maybe I'll do that. So anyway, this happened in Japan. Amazon Japan, when two people, let's give them names. Let's say Tommy and William. Let's just give them names here. Those those, those aren't really Japanese names, would you say? But Tommy and William both got hired at Amazon. They worked as delivery assistants. And pretty much, they worked for about, I mean, there's no real information. I would assume like maybe a month because that's kind of how long you need need to work to be trusted and to get your hands on this kind of stuff. Let's assume around a month. Who knows though, assuming a month, they worked until the game released on May 12th, but they probably had their hands on it around May 10th or 11th. So they're kind of getting it early right there. And so they tracked down the game. They both got it, stole it, went home and never showed up to work. They were being called. They were declining calls. They wanted to play some Zelda. Now, here's the thing. Let's give them, yeah, names. Tommy William. Tommy stole the game. That's all fun and games. Like, that's still bad. You're stealing. But, you know, one of them only stole the game. The other one stole the game and accessories, including the pro controller, trying to flip it on what I would assume eBay, maybe, to make a profit. Okay, like, that's terrible. It's one thing to work at Amazon with bad intentions. It's another to steal. It's another to steal accessories. It's another to try and make a profit off of what you stole. I mean, can Tommy and William be any worse guys? (laughs) I love how I gave them names. All right, so that happened and news broke May 31st. It obviously happened before May 31st, but yeah, both were fined and have to pay off the damages. I think that they were already paid off by now. I'm surprised, as far as we know, there's no, like, you know, they aren't, like, doing time or anything. Or, like, I'm not sure how much they paid, but they paid in damages. So, we can kind of assume what happened there. And then, what happened? Our next headline, that same day, this news broke. The Nintendo eShop has shut down in Russia. That is correct. Nintendo of Europe has stated, quote, as a result of the economic outlook, Nintendo of Europe has decided to wind down operations of its Russian subsidiary as part of our efforts to honor preceding commitments to our customers in the Russian market. The Russian version of Nintendo eShop will be set to offer limited service as of May 31st, 2023 and for the foreseeable future. Russian customers with an existing Nintendo account will be able to re-download digital content that they have previously purchased. It will not be possible to make any new purchases or use download codes within the Nintendo eShop in Russia. So it's shut down in Russia. No more eShop. No more games. I wonder if they'll ever release games back in Russia, but they're winding down the physical stuff and closing the eShop. What do you do if you have a Switch and you're in Russia? Like, imagine where you are. They just shut down the eShop. Like, what do you do? That's kind of unfortunate. But it seems they're not doing well enough in terms of sales. They're shutting it down, pulling the plug. And yeah, they had discontinued physical games and hardware in early 2022. So they've already kind of seen a drought, and no one's bought a Switch for a while, at least not like brand new. You might have bought one used, but they're pulling the plug in entirety. So. Sad stuff there, but on a brighter note, our next headline has to do with Nintendo Live. So, Nintendo Live is a convention that they like to hold most often in Japan. We've not actually seen it come to the U.S. yet, but it is finally making its U.S. debut, the great convention. Now, tickets have gone, would you say on sale? Because they're not on sale. So, let's read this. Register for Nintendo Live 2023 tickets by June 22nd so you register on the site on Nintendo's site and winners are randomly selected to receive tickets randomly I I mean is there any worse way to do this like okay here's why I have a problem I can go ahead and register for tickets and anyone can do that and they're free if I go on the site and I win tickets, like you just gave me tickets and I have no intent on going to the convention. You're gonna get people just registering and then selling, selling on eBay. Like, do you know how bad that actually is? If that's the case, I don't think that there's a price. I've not seen a price anywhere for Nintendo Live. Um, but you have to be 18 years or older to register and have a Nintendo account. Uh, the fact they're making you have an account to buy tickets is a little bit quick Like what if a mom wants to buy tickets for her kids? Nope, she has to have an account too. It's insane. But anyways, what's also crazy is when you get the tickets, you don't get a pass for the whole convention. You get one day. So if you wanted to go and watch our next topic, the championships, good luck with your day. So there's events every single day. You know there's there's tournaments live tournaments each day I believe maybe not not the first one but second third and fourth there's tournaments and stuff what if you want to go watch a specific one and you only get access to a day that you don't even want to go to but yeah you have to register by June 22nd you still have a lot of time so you're gonna have people scalping this on eBay it's not gonna be a fun deal. I mean, people are going to list them for like, what, a hundred bucks on eBay? Like, it sucks. I would just have people pay up front because if you pay up front, one, you're making money. Uh, just give it give to give charity or something. And two, people actually have to commit to going. I won't be surprised if a lot of tickets are given out and not all of them are used. They're being scalped or some random guy entered it got tickets and it's not even going to it's not going cuz you have to buy a flight to Seattle like no I don't know it's a mess I want to see how that works anyways at Nintendo Live we got details on the tournaments and or events taking place at the convention in Seattle so we have three tournaments for three different first party Nintendo Switch games one of them being the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Championship taking place on September 2nd at 3 p.m. PST, which will be 6 p.m. EST. There are 192 players participating, and it's pretty self-explanatory. Do the best, be the best, you win the tournament. There you go, that's happening on that day. Then September 3rd, which I believe is the third day of the convention, the first one I would assume is kind of a feeler. I believe there's some Smash Bros. challenge thing that everybody can enter. I think it's a squad strike challenge it's open to everybody so if you do want to enter you can register in august it takes place on september 1st at 12 pm but yeah it's not one of those like professional tournaments so i'm not gonna report on it too much it could be some low level stuff but that is happening if you're interested we have the super smash bros amiibo plus me tournament so this is on september 3rd at 1 pm pst 4 pm eastern time and only 10 to 16 year olds can compete. There are 64 players already participating and you have to have an amiibo. So you kinda, what I understand is it's a Smash Bros. tournament but you have an amiibo fighting alongside you. I wonder if, is is there like one amiibo better than, than all of them? Cause like someone's gonna have that and just dominate everybody. I don't know, <laughs> that'll be fun to watch. And then the Splatoon 3 championship On September 4th at 11 a.m. PST, that'll be 2 p.m. Eastern Time. If you did not know, we just add three hours to that. So the qualifying teams from the Splatoon 3 Championship qualifiers, of course, on June 3rd to 4th and June 10th to 11th, which is actually very soon, and one of them already happened, will be participating in this tournament. That's how we know who will be in there. So we got to look forward to the 10th and 11th this weekend, actually tournaments to see who will be on the big stage at Nintendo live on September 4th. So yeah, it sounds fun. Only problem is like, if I went to Nintendo live, like probably the last place I'm going to be, is at some like game tournament? Like, I don't know. Like, is it that big of a thing? Cause even when like Nintendo live streams, this kind of stuff, like there's not that many people watching. Like, is it that big? I don't know, man. It's it's not giant, I'll tell you that. And so, there you go. We have Nintendo Live news. Go and get your tickets. Just make sure that that you can actually go, and please do not be a scalper on eBay. Nobody will appreciate such a thing. Anyways, beyond that kind of news, we have some sad news. More things are shutting down besides the eShop. We have a developer studio that is associated with the Nintendo company, called Vanpool. They have shut down. They have shut down. So, Vanpool, a company that has assisted in making games like Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, Chibi-Robo-Ziplash, and even the Dylan's Rolling Western series, has shut down. Now, we have absolutely no information as to why they've shut down, but on their website, it says that they're ending business. And that's pretty sad. Like, they also made Chibi Robo Ziplash, man. Like, that's a great get. It's not the best game. But, you know, maybe it's for the better or for the worse if they made Ziplash. I'm kidding. It's not their fault for the bad game that is Chibi Robo Ziplash. They only assisted in making it. They seem like a real assistive company. So they shut down. Uh, no reason, but if we do get reason on that, we will let you know on your favorite Nintendo news podcast, The Mario Matter. We'll update you if we hear. Then also our last piece of news for May 31st, a lot happened on this day because the, the rest of the days, uh, we get we get a little bit less news, but on May 31st, we got the Super Mario Bros. movie, The Stupid Mario Brothers, achieves the second highest grossing animated movie of all time just behind frozen 2 and it has surpassed frozen 1 so here we go I did not think it would surpass frozen 1 but here we are (laughs) the movie has reached 1.3 billion dollars worldwide that's more than I can count I mean I did not think it would get that I thought it would like stop at you know one point two billion or so, one point three, and it just keeps on going up. I believe it's it's like one point three zero seven. It just keeps going, man. And so, I I believe do DVD purchases count towards that number? I think they do, and that's probably where it's coming from because, I mean, the movie is out of theaters now, right? Like, I don't think there's more money counting. Well, maybe there is actually because it's still like. Wouldn't it still be in like Japan, like just now leaving Japan? I don't know actually. Should we Google this? Oh guys, let's, let's, let's Google it. Do DVD sales count, add to box office, add to box office. Oh man, oh, oh buddy. They make some more money while keeping our films reputation alive. The box office is where most films make the money. DVD and home media sales are usually secondary markets. Not many trackers for DVD. Okay, maybe not. So maybe it's still in theaters. Okay, wow, I guess no, no DVDs count. All right, anyways, $1.3 worldwide. Frozen 2 is sitting at a fat $1.4. Is it $1.45? Dude, I don't think that's going to pass it, but second is still a very, very big accomplishment. So you have that to be proud of. Then moving over to June 1st, brand new month. I changed the lights in the background to green because, guys, each month has a color. June is green. I don't care what you say. June's green. July is like even greener. August is like brown. September's also like orangeish brown. You know, you kinda get it, right? So I changed the lights to green. We have one no no no. We have two, three pieces of news for June. First, we have Pokemon Go, very small piece of news. It got an update recently, and there is an update to the style shop. So Go in there, there are new items available, go and swag yourself out, put on a new hoodie, get a new hat, you know, whatever you want. New style shop update, check it out. And then, speaking of mobile games, it's very very similar to Pokemon Go, I almost said say Pikmin. We have the Pikmin Bloom Community Day. This weekend on June 10th to June 11th, we have all of the details revealed. Now, I'll leave the full article in the in the description because it is rather long, but I'll read you some of the notable stuff. So, as I said, June 10th to June 11th, this weekend, that is Saturday and Sunday, obviously, we have in-app bonuses. So, kind of the main goal of this Community Day, from what I've read, is to just get 10,000 Steps and play Pikmin Bloom. So here are the in-app bonuses by participating. So, one, big flowers will bloom in Kala Lilies when you plant regular blue, red, yellow, or white petals around them. Each big flower will bloom for three hours only. Then, players achieving the 10,000 step goal on either the 10th or the 11th will be awarded a special Kala Lily flower badge. So get your little badge, 10,000 steps, it's a lot. It's certainly a lot, but you can do it. And then they also write the special community day mission ticket will be available to purchase from June 10th at, I guess, midnight. It's listed as 000 for like military time, but that's, I guess, midnight until June 11th at 11 59 local time or 23 59 military time. Of course, when you purchase this ticket, you will have access to a special mission And Nintendo encourages you to post with hashtag 10KWalkWithPikmin. So definitely post with the hashtag. They'll be checking. They put this hashtag out there. Like, no one's going to check the actual hat. Like, do you think, do you see the Pikmin Bloom account retweeting any kind of pictures? Maybe they will. And maybe they have. But it's very unlikely. So feel free to post. Feel free to, to browse the hashtag on... Twitter, Instagram, anywhere with the hashtags, maybe even TikTok. Yeah, use TikTok. Maybe they'll even see it too. Heck yeah. And then June 1st, last piece of news for that day. We have the Splatoon 3 4.0.1 update released to kind of patch up and smoothen out the recently released Sizzle Season update, which includes so many changes, but there are bugs with changes comes bugs. Here we go, there are two issues fixed, so not many bugs, so they didn't have too many leaks in the update, but we do have a few. One fixed an issue where jumping with the B button and holding down the ZR button while landing would cause rapid fire shots to have a greater range than intended when using a squeezer. If you went ahead and and took advantage of that ability, then fair play, you must have really got the better of your opponents in the game and then fixed an issue when opening or closing umbrellas where the targeted reticle did not always reflect the change and also note battle replays will still be compatible with version 4.0.0 but will not be compatible with version 3.1.1 or earlier so definitely make sure you are updating to the new version. It should have done it automatically if you play a pretty good amount. Do you have to update to play online? I think you do. So if you've played online, you have the newest version. And then moving over to June 2nd. June 2nd. What happened on June 2nd, you might ask? Well, Mario Kart Tour is in business, my friends. One reminder from Nintendo on June 2nd was sent out to, well, remind you that the Mario Kart Tour Princess Tour is now active from now as of recording the podcast and posting it now until June 13th, 2023. So, if you have not played Mario Kart Tour, this is your time to get into it. Now, whenever we discuss Mario Kart Tour, I always sit here and I'm like, I gotta download it, I'm gonna play it, this, that, you know, whatever. I actually went and I played part of the last tour, and I remembered exactly why, I deleted Mario Kart Tour in the first place. It's not a game for me. It's not a super great game. I'm not a fan. It's a mobile game. It's just it's certainly not bad, especially for a free game. But like it's just not my game. I couldn't see myself playing it like in a car ride or something. So Mario Kart Tour is not for me, but if you do play a pretty good Mountain Princess Tour is active featuring Peach and Daisy, Rosalina being left out but go ahead, play that through. Then, June 3rd, also not too much. Now, there's not as much news for these few days, like like June 1st, or sorry, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and even 5th. Because most of that has been moved to the segments part of the podcast, we got three big pieces of news announced on some of these days. So, June 3rd, we have the best thing ever, the best piece of news ever on the podcast today. We got a Pikmin 4 pre-order bonus for Taiwan and Hong Kong. If anybody is listening from Hong Kong or Taiwan, please comment. Because you are living the life. You will get a Pikmin cup cover when pre-ordering Pikmin 4 for the Nintendo Switch. Okay, so this cup cover looks amazing. It's got a little red Pikmin sticking out with the leaf on it, my thing is, who is using a, a cup cover, like, when have you ever seen somebody actually use a cup cover, like, I've never seen it in my life, and maybe that's just me, you know, maybe there's someone out there, whose mom uses cup covers, and they're just this great thing, and I don't know, I've never, I've never seen this, so, cup cover, it looks cute, it looks like, you know, it doesn't look the highest quality, looks like a pre-order bonus quality. So looks like, you know, maybe like 12 bucks of value. That's what I feel like it would be priced at if Nintendo were to sell it. So it doesn't look crazy high quality, but alas, it covers your cup. So if you find that necessary, uh, definitely pre-order if you're in Hong Kong and Taiwan. And if not, you can probably find it on eBay afterwards. And so place your pre-orders if you're in Taiwan and Hong Kong. There you go. Then June 4th, we are speeding through days here, but we have a lot to discuss later on. June 4th, the Super Mario Bros. movie. We got word here that the physical copies of the DVDs and the Blu-rays and this kind of stuff, the collector's edition sets and steel books and all this kind of stuff are shipping out early in the US. So we got word of this. Now, the movie releases physically on June 6th and June 13th. So for example, I checked on Target site. Target has it releasing on June 6th, which is today as of recording, so it is out now. And then like Best Buy and Walmart had it for June 13th. So it depends where you're buying from on the release date. But even earlier, it had shipped out on June 2nd and somebody had received it on June 4th. So if you had pre-ordered a copy of the movie on DVD physically, Keep an eye out, because it might just show up on your front porch. It'll say Best Buy, Walmart, or Target. You're going to look at it and be like, oh, buddy, we got the Mario movie. But it's not as big of a deal. Mainly because if a game, if this happened with a, with a video game, the games all release at one time. Most of the time, anyway. So... If this happened with Zelda, that's a problem because people can upload the game online, that kind of stuff. But the movie is already out on iTunes digitally. It was already in the theaters. Not a big deal. It's kind of more of a cool thing. So keep an eye out. I want to buy it physically, but I probably won't. (laughs) Then June 5th, surprise drop. Absolute surprise drop. And no, I'm not talking about everybody want to switch. We'll get into that. Surprise drop for Nintendo Switch Online members, not even Expansion Pack members, just Switch Online members. We got four brand new games, one of them being on the NES. We have Mystery Tower by Namco. Go and check that out. We got SNES games, Harvest Moon, the first Harvest Moon on the SNES. Then Game Boy Color games, we have two more. Blaster Master, Enemy Below, and a new Kirby Game Boy Color game, Kirby. Tilt and Tumble. I've actually not yet played Kirby Tilt and Tumble. That'll be a fun one to dive into, but you do have four new games, all for regular members. Check them out. The update is out now. Go and download. Play them for a little bit. Kind of feel them out. I heard that Mystery Tower is fun. Harvest Moon, that's a farming game, right? I have one of them, but I haven't touched it too much. And then Blaster Master, I've not heard about that one, but I've also seen nobody complain, so have fun with that. And then Kirby Tilt and Tumble, never played it as I said, but sounds like it'll be fun, tilt and tumble, action pack kind of stuff. And then closing out the headline segment with a bang here, we got June 6th news, Pikmin 4 brand new trailer has released. Now this trailer It's not a super in-depth overview trailer like you might see for games like Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, really any first party Switch game. They'll put out some kind of overview where they'll explain more into detail. This was a one minute trailer, but it showed off one of the biggest things in the game. Character customization. You can now customize a character to, I assume, look like you maybe and use it in the game. Now we have no big details on how you will use this character in the game, but it is cool enough that you can even make your own character and walk around, have some Pikmin, throw some Pikmin, do all the cool stuff. So there are a lot of options as to how you can customize. I cannot wait. I actually pre-ordered the game yesterday. I pre-ordered it yesterday at GameStop, so I'm excited to jump into Pikmin 4. It is a never before feature seen in the Pikmin series. I also put out a poll on my YouTube channel asking who is buying Pikmin 4, and I believe the ratio was was 20% yes, 80% no. Are you kidding? What? Pikmin 4? I haven't played it obviously. It's not out yet, but it should be a pretty good game. Pikmin 4. I would recommend, look into it, play some of the older Pikmin games, should be a good one. And then, Animal Crossing New Horizons Switch Online icons are now available. My favorite Switch game is still being supported somehow, some way, in the very smallest way. Now, the icons available, there are so many. So we have every single villager with a June birthday, they have their icons available. And then four NPC icons that we have not seen before. We have a Cyrus icon. With Cyrus comes a Reese icon. A Luna icon who runs the Dream Suite. And then Gulliver who you'll find on the beach face down washed up. So four NPCs and all of the villagers. Go check them out if you are an Animal Crossing fan. I already picked up all of the four NPC icons and picked up a few of the June birthday icons. I believe I picked up Walker and Cookie, those two villagers. Check them out. And then our final piece of news for the whole headline segment. We have no real details on this, but Nintendo of Europe has announced a summer eShop sale beginning on June 8th. We don't know when it ends. We don't know what games. We don't know how much of a big sale. We don't know who. We know absolutely nothing, but there is a sale taking place June 8th. Now, if you're not in Europe, no need to worry. I'm sure, you know, in every other region, we will have a sale on the eShop, whether you're in Japan, whether you're in America, whether you're anywhere else. I'm sure a lot of places will be getting summer sales. So be on the lookout. But for our European friends, sale coming up for you on the eShop. And then that is it for the headline segment. As we said, We got three big segments of news. I'm excited. You're excited. Oh, buddy. So let's begin with a follow-up on our last podcast, an update to what happened with the Dolphin Emulator versus Nintendo legal DMCA situation. We have an update regarding Valve, who creates the Steam Deck snitching. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that should interest you. If it doesn't, I'm not sure what will. Anyways, let's go. All right, we have quite the update to last episode's main topic, Nintendo versus Dolphin. So if you do not know what has been happening, let's go ahead, let's run you through and remind you the seriousness of this little situation. So last week, we discussed how... The Dolphin emulator was going to be coming to the Steam store, and Nintendo saw this and said, I, 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 No, 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 Red Button DMCA Takedown, effectively stopping Dolphin from releasing on Steam, and specifically the Steam Deck, which is a Switch competitor, it's very much similar And that would allow you to play Dolphin-emulated games, which are Wii and GameCube games, if you do not know and have not used the Dolphin emulator. So, basically, they're shutting down piracy of Wii and GameCube games, assuming it's piracy. You can, like, back up your stuff, but that's a whole other topic. Anyways, they're stopping piracy. Now we have an actual update on the situation where we know that the Steam Deck developer Valve actually went ahead and reached out to Nintendo and said, hey, just so you know, the Dolphin emulator is coming to the Steam store. Is this all right? So they snitched. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wouldn't call it snitching. I would say making sure that you're staying out of legal trouble. So, you can't really blame Valve here. So, Valve reached out to Nintendo asking if that's cool, and actually the full DMCA notice that was sent over to Valve has come out, it's very very lengthy, but mainly it just states it's piracy, this can't happen, cryptographic keys, emulates Wii and GameCube games, stating why they do not want it. But in the first paragraph, it says thank you for bringing the announced offering of the Dolphin emulator on Valve's Steam store to Nintendo's attention. So, simply implying, Valve told Nintendo, hey, it's coming over. So, Valve reached out, and then Valve put out a statement on why they did this. Also pretty lengthy, but I'll read you the second and last line of the essay here. (laughs) It is an essay. It's not as long as the DMCA notice, but it's definitely long as the first paragraph just states like, you know, Steam, Valve, don't wanna do legal stuff, we must do this, copyright infringement, DMCA, all the button up kind of company stuff. So the interesting stuff is the second and last line. The second paragraph says, we don't want to ship an application we know could be taken down because that can be disruptive to Steam users. Given Nintendo's history, of taking action against some emulators. We brought this to their attention proactively after the Dolphin team announced it was coming soon to Steam. Based on the letter we received, Nintendo and the Dolphin team have a clear legal dispute between them and Valve can't sit in judgment. So really we know more on why the Dolphin emulator is not going to come to the Steam store and specifically the Steam Deck. now. If Valve had not reached out to Nintendo, would this still have happened? I'll go ahead and say probably. When you make an announcement like this, when you announce an emulator that can emulate GameCube and Wii games coming to the Steam, like, I feel like with how in depth Nintendo looks into things and sues people, like, they would have definitely found this coming to the Steam store. Like, I'm sure. They did not just hear about the Dolphin emulator. There's no way. They just now heard about it. After years, years, is it decades? Years, at least. There's there's no way. So I think there's would have been something done. But it just kind of, it was kind of Valve turning themselves in, being like, hey, it's, it's coming to Steam Deck. What do you think? And, of course, they said, No, this can't happen. And so, will the Dolphin emulator ever come to Steam Deck? It says at the end, uh, they cannot have it come to Steam Deck unless there is a clear legal dispute and both parties are like, hey, uh, we can bring it over to Steam Deck. And do you think Nintendo and an emulation software will come to an agreement? No, no, absolutely not. No, no. Nintendo only wants these games to be played on their main consoles. So, a Wii game on the Wii. Not a Wii game on the Steam Deck or a PC. That's not how they want it. So, there's gonna be no agreement. And that's a little update. I made it a whole segment because that is big news and a big update, but there's not much more to it. It just cannot come over because it contains a whole lot of cryptographic keys and piracy stuff. So, there's that. No Dolphin on Steam Deck for or rather just 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 steam rather steam store no dolphin on steam for the foreseeable future and that's that valve nintendo dolphin figure it out anyways let's get to what i would argue if turns out to be true the biggest piece of news on this podcast if it turns out to be true let's discuss And so, you keep on hearing me say, if it turns out to be true. And you know, I don't report rumors very often. But there's a reason why I'm reporting this rumor and very much so highlighting it. Now, this is not a rumor from somebody random online, somebody on Twitter, some quote-unquote credible leaker. Let's state what this is. Rumor, the Super Mario Bros movie. Is getting a trilogy. Three movies. So. Here's where the rumor comes from. As you might want to know. This comes from the French voice actor. For Bowser. And based on his association to the movie. You would think he knows something. Like 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 hey. Uh, just be ready. Because we want to do three movies. Like you would think he would know. So his name. It's a French name. And if you think I'm going to say this correctly, boy, would you be wrong. But thanks to Google Translate, is it Jeremy Covio? Covio? I could have butchered it, but, you know, close enough. We can call him Jeremy. Jeremy? Jeremy? It's some French stuff, right? Let's call him. Let's name him Tommy. Let's name him Tommy, all right? He's Tommy. Tommy looks to be at this... Meet-and-greet kind of thing. He's at some table uh, greeting with what it's what seems to be fans It looks like a meet-and-greet. I cannot tell you what was said because I don't speak French and it's hard to translate a video But there is one line that he says regarding the Mario movie He says quote. I know there will be a trilogy obviously that was in French. That is a translation I know there will be a trilogy now We must say, this is a rumor. There is absolutely zero confirmation from Nintendo, from Illumination, from anybody. Not even more voice actors. It is just the voice actor for the French Bowser. Imagine French Bowser singing peaches. Okay, why did that come into my head? French Bowser singing peaches? Okay. Anyways. I thought there would just be a sequel. Now, here's the thing. A trilogy makes sense. You can do that with how big the first Mario movie is. I don't doubt that a trilogy would be a big bang for this little movie series. Now he might've meant something different, like a trilogy. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. I think it's a movie trilogy, but I have to, I, I have to say that just in case, because it's a rumor. I don't, I think he meant a movie trilogy, but is he fired now? Like, what's going to happen to this guy? He just leaked info. And I'm making this a whole segment because no one is talking about this. Thank you to GoNintendo for bringing it to my attention. No one is, is discussing this rumor. I think it's the biggest thing. And it comes from somebody credible, not someone on family boards, who just acts like they know stuff. Like, I could go write a post on Twitter And I would have like five articles written about my tweet. So, is there going to be a Mario movie trilogy? Uh, My guess is... I don't know because not many movies do. I will guess... Dude, because there's a rumor. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah. That's a Nintendo thing to do. They've obviously... We've seen Miyamoto actually confirm and say... That they would love to do more movies together. Obviously, at the end of the Mario movie, we got teased a sequel. They teased a sequel. I'm not going to say how, but they teased the sequel. They want to make more movies. A trilogy doesn't seem very unlikely. From the credible source, that is Tommy. We might just have that in the works. I think it'll do very, very well. Anyways, that's our rumor for today tommy and the trilogy who knows if it's credible we'll have to see if anybody else knows more about that or if it gets confirmed or if they if they fire him then we'll know if they cut ties we will know that is true anyways let's move on to our last news segment before we answer your questions let's go Okay, guys, June 1st, oh my, this is the best part of the podcast, I'm I'm gonna have a field day, what the heck happened on June 1st, somebody please explain, okay, so, let's story time here, let's just, absolutely story time, okay, so, June 1st, I record a, a video on Donkey Kong, okay, it's posted now, it's on my YouTube channel, it's out there. Okay. I then run to Target to pick up Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze because a few years ago I had sold it because I had it on the Wii U. I wanted money, (laughs) so I sold it. Now, when I get back home, I check my phone. What do I see on said phone? Well, I scroll... And I see on Twitter breaking, everybody want to switch announced. I see a horse and I see like 20 people, half them with phones and half them with, with joy cons. And I'm just sitting there like, what am I looking at? My first reaction was, oh my gosh, that's kind of cool. And then immediately after that it was like what the heck are they doing this is this this is the worst idea ever worst idea why are they putting out a sequel for one two switch because when i first see a game like that a brand new announced game i'm like oh yeah cool and then i'm like uh what is that so they're making a sequel to one of their most hated games one two switch now there are a few upsides let's take the pros and the cons the pros would be that the game is half the price of the original from 60 to 30 bucks so definitely more affordable for what you're getting and then that's pretty much the only pro you have a big horse on the cover art like can we just discuss the cover art for a second like If there's, there's no, no game that appeals more to children from Nintendo ever than this one. Like, it just looks like a kid's game. Like, if I was seven, I would buy this. If I was seven, I'm buying it. There's, there's a horse. Everyone's having fun. Phones, Joy-Cons. It's a nice party game. So there's cover art. Then can I discuss this with you? Like they always show off these like gigantic parties in these like one-two switch trailers. Can I just like go ahead and say it? Like you're not. No one has these like gigantic get-togethers, and I said it in a YouTube short. Like this does doesn't happen. Like, okay, let's say you you have people over, right? I'm saying people have get-togethers, right? Like this happens. Obviously, I'm not saying that no one has family and friends come over and then all of a sudden there's like 20 people in your house. I'm not saying that. I'm saying nobody has these big parties where you have 20 people in a room. They all have the 1-2-Switch app. Put the switch in the dock. Turn on everybody 1-2-Switch. And everybody actually is engaged in playing it. Like, this doesn't happen. In the 1-2 Switch trailer, there were people playing it outside. And there were people, like, people were, were, like, playing cornhole in the back. It doesn't happen. This does not happen. Like, no one does this. So, I don't understand how this is going to work. Now, the only way I can see this being good is if it works just like Jackbox. Now... If you've ever played Jackbox, it's a party game where everyone uses their phones or a computer to play. It's a variety of mini games that you and your friends can play online where you, the, the game kind of relies on you. It's a party game and your phone is the controller. You can input funny things. You know, it's mini games with a phone. If this game is similar, similar to that, it could be good for sure. If it's not, and you have to be in one room together, if that's the case, it's done. Everybody 1-2-Switch is done. Like, it doesn't happen. Name the last time you played 1-2-Switch with somebody. Good, 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 good. Now, maybe your answer was yesterday, but I have a feeling a lot of people are going to say, bro, I don't even own the game. Never, not once. Like, it's not helping your case. And then what's also not very good, two things are also very, very bad. One, they announced this out of nowhere, a random June 1st at like 8 or 9 p.m. Bro, I put out a community poll. 92% said they're not buying it. 8% said they are buying it. And a bunch of the comments were like, "What? What? What is it? everybody want to do? What? What is this game? What? I've never heard of this." They have not even really announced. Like this is not a good start to make in a brand new game. And then another fault of this game, a big one. This game was tested, obviously, as all games are. They're being tested before they go out to the, to the public. 1-2-Switch, everybody 1-2-Switch, was received so bad, no one liked it, everybody hated it. And the game is still coming out. I mean, there's not, there's no more red flags for a game than there is with everybody 1-2-Switch. No more. This is the worst start to a game. Now, I'll have you know, I went ahead... And I pre-ordered Everybody 1-2-Switch at GameStop. Okay. Before you ask why, I'll go ahead and, and cover it up by saying it's mainly for a video. I'm going to make a video on it. It's mainly for that. But I, I also just, like, just want to see for myself how bad is the game really going to be? I want to see. How bad is it? Is it going to be, like, really good? You know? or is it going to be horrendous, terrible. No one likes it. I'm excited. So everybody want to switch is not going to be a hit. I will be shocked, literally shocked. Like like out of my mind if this sells over a million copies in the first first 2 years. I will be shocked, okay? 1-2-Switch, that did what? 3 million? Best-selling Switch games. It's it's actually on there. It's on the best-selling games. Yeah, 1-2-Switch did 3.6. So, to try and expect that most of them would go and buy the sequel, that has barely been announced. Like, you have to rely on those 3.63 to A- like one to switch to, or sorry, B feel like they, their, their 60 bucks paid for the game was worth it. And C want to buy the sequel. This game will not sell over a million copies. If even one third buy the game, that's 1.2 million, which is horrendous. That's how I don't even think. That won't even happen, I don't think. That's so... Oh, gosh. Oh, man. (laughs) Bro, after this game releases, I'm telling you, you will not see numbers on how well this game sold for a while. Like, it's not gonna be, like, in the top ten or... You know, it's not this. It's not gonna be that. This is just... It's so bad. Now, obviously, we've not played it yet. Maybe it'll be really good they've changed it maybe ever since the, you know, initial testing. Maybe. Who knows? I just see no way this is going to be some like smash hit for the summer. Just absolutely no way. No shot. Now, anyways, besides me dogging on Switch Sports, I'm mean, sorry, Switch, era. everybody wants to switch. We actually did get pretty decent announcement. Along with that, we got pastel Joy-Cons. So, there are two new sets of Joy-Cons that have been revealed. We have the pastel purple and green. The green looks very similar to the Animal Crossing Joy-Con green. It might be slightly different. I don't know. It's different color in the picture. So, we'll have to see. I think it's slightly different. And then you also have pastel pink and yellow. They all remind me of Smarties, but you know, they're pastel colors. I think that the pastel Joy-Cons are some of the best Joy-Cons out there. I have the Animal Crossing ones and these are kind of no different. The just very, very soft color is a nice look for your Switch. I do like those a lot. And then you also have to discuss with these two announcements coming out in June. Random time for it. Does this mean there will be no June direct? No E3 direct. I mean, you know, obviously E3 is canceled, but no direct around E3. Does that mean that? Yeah, I mean, it's probably toast. It's probably toast. I don't think there will be a June direct because if there was, it'd be much better To show off the game. At least the pastel Joy-Cons. Maybe you don't want the game in the Direct. But at least the brand new Joy-Cons in the Direct. You would obviously want to save that. So then you have more content. Now because there is no Direct. You can assume. There's not going to be. A whole lot of content to announce this summer. Maybe they'll, they'll announce something else new. But it's not like. There's a whole lot to announce for a Direct in the summer. Now. You have those rumors online of people hearing about showcases happening this summer for Nintendo. I don't know. I would still say it's possible. It's certainly possible. I just don't think. I think those rumored showcases will either be an Indie World or a Mini Direct. A Mini Direct. Not a full one. I don't think we get a full one until... September, obviously, and I I don't think it'll be at Nintendo Live, I think it'll be shortly after, and maybe announced during the convention, like that Friday or that, no, 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 it couldn't be announced Friday, maybe just like the week after, it's a weekend, so the week after, I believe they'll announce a direct, uh, I just don't see much happening in the summer, obviously, the mini direct, I think, but that's about it, so I think that cancels out our Big Bang Direct, unfortunately. Anyways, everybody want to switch. I pre-ordered it. I also pre-ordered Pikmin 4, so you can't totally blame me. Like, I I at least got a good game to go with it, or what, you know, seems to be a pretty good game. So, I did that yesterday. That's that for everybody want to switch. Anyways, time for the best segment of the week. The one that you look forward to answering your questions on the Mario matter. Let's go ahead. Let's speed right to it. Alrighty, time for your favorite segment of the week. The answering your questions segment where we go through YouTube and Discord and answer your questions as we said. Anyways, I want to go ahead and leak my own announcement coming this Saturday. I originally said it would come Sunday, but I'm announcing on Saturday new channel member perks. So if you are a member of the channel and support it monetarily, you will get tons of awesome perks. But I bring this up because if you pay the $1.99, you will not only get special Mario Matter episodes that are non-news related about me, the channel, Nintendo, he will also be able to ask a question first, first and guaranteed question asking. So we do have one person taking advantage. That is Abraham belts. Abraham asks, if it's not too personal, what's your favorite color? Certainly not personal. Uh, my favorite color is purple. M swizzle purple, like kind of like the purple on my channel banner. That one. I love purple. Simple question. I like it. Then the football goat asks, what direction will the new Super Mario Bros. series take if they make a new game? Do you think it would be for the better to keep going with the series or ending it? Uh, tough one. So, we did see a long gap between Mario Bros. games. I believe it was whatever was before the DS, and then the DS was like the uh, comeback game. So, by saying that, I'm saying I don't think you know, they're like thinking about leaving it or thinking about ending it or thinking about, you know, just quitting it entirely. Pulling the plug. I think they're working on a new game. And I think honestly, just keep it how it is. I think it would be better to keep it how it is because you already make 3D Mario games as in Mario Odyssey, as in Mario 3D World, as in Mario Galaxy. You've already done that. I say, You know, for those who like your 2D Mario ever since the the 1980s, I'd say keep it around. I think it'd be better. It'd be familiar. We haven't had a Mario Bros. game since 2012, 13, 12, Wii U, 12. We haven't had a new one since then. Was it 13? Oh God, it was 12 12 or 13. Haven't had one since then and we're overdue. It's been almost a decade. I think if you bring back the 2D, people will like it. Get a feel for the old days. It'll be, I mean, even like somewhat nostalgic. And yeah, I think they keep it the same. I think you you, kind of have to for the new Super Mario Bros. series. Then collecting with Toad. So you and some of us think there's a possibility of a direct slash mini direct this June. If there is, what games slash information will be included? Or will they release one later on in the year? Love your channel. Keep up the good content. Thank you. So collecting with toad i think there will be a mini direct in june i really want a full one in june and they kind of need it because they have nothing really releasing in the summer excluding pikmin 4 and everybody Wants to switch which those two sound like enough but there's no like big heavy hitter like there's nothing gigantic and i feel like they really need something because even if you look at September, August, there's nothing. And assuming the next Direct happens in September, August is a totally empty month. You're not gonna have anything for August at this rate. So I think you either shadow drop a game for August or you put out a full Direct in June. But to answer your question, if they were to do a June Direct, I think they would put in, I think a Mario Sports game. I think... I was going to say Zelda DLC, but it's, it's way too soon. Um, something summary, like Mario sports baseball, maybe is summary, maybe dude, it's a very long shot, but some kind of update for one of their games, whether it be summer outfits for switch sports, you know, they already have some, but more, or whether it be summer sports or something, or Wii sports resort kind of summer theme, like, you know, that whole game is summer themed. Something summer themed, I think, is what they would do for June. I could be wrong. I think they would also announce um, something for, yeah, like the August, September kind of time. Not sure what it would be. Uh, maybe a port, a remake, something. But the problem is, I think they already announced this summer thing that I'm trying to get at here. I think it's Everybody want to switch I think that's what it is. So... With that being said, they did announce something summer, but I just don't think it'll happen anymore because they already announced what they needed to say for the summer, and that was it. They announced everybody wanted to switch and the Joy-Con. So, mini direct, I think. Then, Squirrel Spectator asks, what do you think the next first party Nintendo game will be? If this gets in your podcast, I just want to say you are so inspiring. Love to watch it. Thank you so much, Squirrel Spectator squirrel spectator next first party nintendo game apart from you know obviously pikmin 4 what's next to be announced yeah that's mm, that's a long shot because it could be anything so i doubt it's animal crossing it's not mario it's, it's not donkey kong what's overdue overdue would be i mean i wouldn't call mario sports overdue but like you know you had mario golf 2021, Mario Strikers, 22, so 23, you could follow it up, Mario Baseball, as we actually just mentioned, Mario Baseball, you do that, yeah, I'll say Mario Baseball, or a port of like a Tomodachi Life, because that game actually shines in the summertime, and would be a good game to go into the fall with, so, as much as we can say that game should get a port, needs a port, I'm going to say it's either Mario Baseball or Tomodachi Life. Now, I could be very, very wrong. Also, could be right. Who knows? We got to see. They have so many options. Next. Elias the Person. Do you like Switch Online and Classic games or Virtual Console better? Definitely Virtual Console. I mean, if you look at the Wii U, we had DS games. We had Wii games. We had everything below that. So... To have all those games and to be able to buy what you want and not have to pay monthly for games that you might not even play is great. That's the best system to me. And especially, like, say the Switch was somehow able to play Wii U games. It can't because it's only one tablet. Better example, say it could play 3DS games. That would be so much more worth it to me. It can kind of play the previous generation. For example, the Wii U could play... Uh, what's it, Wii games. So if the Switch could play the previous 3DS games, that would be cool to me. Anyways, even if that wasn't a thing, virtual console is so much better. You can actually buy what you want. You know, it's very, very easy. Then, Bahay asks, when will Mario Kart 9 be released to the Switch? There's the problem. I don't think it'll be released on the Switch. I think it'll be on their next console. Just because you look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You look at it, and then you think of a Mario Kart 9. I don't think if they put it on the Switch, it would be much different. Sure, you add a new items, you add a new home menu, it'll feel different. But like, dude, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is like a sweet game. Like, that's a great game in terms of graphics and just the game in general. 50 million copies. 50 million. And with the Switch coming to a close... I don't think you put Mario Kart 9 on the console unless you do like a dual release where you put Mario Kart 9 on both consoles right on the day your new console launches. Similar to the to the uh, Twilight Princess game, they put it on the GameCube and Wii on the exact same day. Similar to, what, what was the other one? Similar to, shoot, they did some other kind of dual launch with the game. I forget. But if you put it on both consoles, oh God, uh, Breath of the Wild on Switch and Wii U. If you put it on both consoles, one, you'll sell more copies, and two, great way to promote it with your brand new console. Great launch game to put out there. So, I think it'll be released, when is your question? I think it'll be released, I think it'll be released, 2020, with the next console, 2025, late 25, I think. I think that's when it'll release. Then Nick Lav, four. Hey friend, hope you're doing well. Which console do you believe is going to be next for the Switch Online service? Which one is next? Um I don't think there will be one next. We got Game Boy recently. I think that's the final straw because what's next for that is GameCube games. And right now they're making GameCube games like Metroid Prime and uh, the rumored Paper Mario in remasters, remakes, remasters and remakes. They're not really trying to make them free for everybody. So I think that's as far as they'll go, putting Game Boy games on there. Because whatever's next is kind of like their current remaster generation. And then hopefully for the next console generation, we'll have the same system, but GameCube games will then be free, you know? I think that's what could happen on there. So no new console, coming to the Switch Online service, but I think next console will have GameCube games. Then, Deg Pop asks, will there be Wii and GameCube games on the next console? I think... I think just GameCube. Because that's real easy. You can play with a Pro Controller. You can map all the buttons. With the Wii Remote, it's a whole lot harder. So, I think that there will be GameCube games on the next console. In terms of, like, you know, Switch Online... Kind of like that subscription service kind of thing. Then Maxi Crossing asks, what do you think will be the next Mario sports game? I think Mario Baseball for sure. They, well, one, it's long overdue. Two, it was rumored. And three, it needs to make a comeback, which kind of ties into the overdue part. But, you know, it needs to come back for sure. Mario Baseball is great. Mario Sluggers, Super Sluggers is amazing. And then Colin Miller, favorite video game final boss. Oh, wow. Okay, so... What's funny is I actually just beat uh the Demon King in Tears of the Kingdom. Now, I don't think that's my answer, but it's for sure a contender. Maybe Demise from Skyward Sword? Oh man. It's tough cuz like either boss battles are super easy or they're super hard. Like it's going to be hard for me to say cuz like if I like an easy one, It's probably because it was easy, you know? Is it recency bias to say the Demon King? Because I really want to say Demon King. I'm going to say the Breath of the Wild final boss, which was Calamity Ganon. I'm going to say that one. Because that one was so intense. Obviously, in Zelda games, you always hear about the Calamity Ganon or in Tears of the Kingdom, you hear about the Demon King. It's like this big hyped up boss fight that you know you have to do to beat the game it's in there from the beginning you know about this entity and then you go and it's the most intense battle and whatever Zelda game you're playing the ending is beautiful every single one every single Skyward Sword Breath of the Wild every one so I would say out of all the Zeldas it's probably Calamity Ganon Without any reason, see bias. Maybe it'll be the the Demon King, a little bit down the line. Maybe after I, I replay the game. But for now, Calamity Ganon. And then onto Discord questions. Spark Z asks, "Do you think Tears of the Kingdom is better than Breath of the Wild? If so, why?" So no spoilers. Is it better? I think yes. In terms of the abilities. Uh, I won't even say... I'm not going to say... Well, you obviously have the Ultra Hand. You, ha- you have Recall. Uh, The other ones that, that you unlock later are very cool. Um, I will say the only real edge that I can give Breath of the Wild that I can think of... In Breath of the Wild, you have the four Divine Beast abilities. I think those are better than the abilities in Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe they're more overpowered. I would say. I think that's what it is. The fact that I can die and then be brought back to life in Breath of the Wild is the best part. I can shield with the click of a button. I don't have to go up to these guys and hit the A button, and then you know it it activates. I don't have to do that. So I definitely will say Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has the edge there, and also in the I won't definitively say that it has the better boss fight, because if I say Tears of the Kingdom does, then I am basically just a recency bias kind of guy. It might have the edge on the boss fight, but I don't know. I have to kind of digest it a bit more. So, do I think it's better? Well, 100%, I do think Tears of the Kingdom is better than Breath of the Wild. Maybe, that's because I just beat it, but that's what I'm going to say. Then, Jack JackHDWise8223 asks, What is the best Nintendo handheld? Best handheld? I mean, I'm, I'm going to say 3DS. 3DS for sure. 3DS, Street Pass, all the games, the little features, the small things, the home menu music, the themes. Oh my gosh, 3DS, best thing ever. Best invention. Then, Mere Astonishment asks, How many Nintendo consoles do you have? And which is your favorite? So... Um, how many do I have? I'm going to include handhelds, consoles and handhelds, I assume, like systems. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's, it's around 12 or 14. And which is my favorite? It's the Wii U. The Wii U, favorite console of all time. I paused for a minute to, to, to think if there's a special edition console that I have that might you know, be my favorite one that I treasure the most. Second is not, like, the Game Boy Advance is not my second favorite console of all time, but I think I treasure it in second place because I have the uh, Pikachu one. I think it's very much so treasured, so I'll count that there. Then, Shapito asks, do you have Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? I do indeed, but I don't play it, and... I don't really understand it. Like I've tried to play and I've tried like a restart as well, bro. I don't know what I'm supposed to even do. Like, what do I do? You know, I don't know what to do in pocket camp. I just like run around, build furniture and then close it. And then like watch YouTube. Like I don't even, you know, it's, it seems fun, but I don't know how to play. Honestly, then Yam Yam asks, do you still think? New Horizons passed New Leaf in terms of being better. That is crazy. I just thought about this the other day. Did New Horizons pass New Leaf in terms of being better? So my my original thoughts, yes, it did. I was just thinking about this. In hindsight, no. I still don't think so. I really do not think so. Because I made a video shortly after the update released saying yes. It is better. It is for sure better than New Leaf. I think I was still just so excited about the new update. To the point where I might have to replay New Horizons again. But I do not believe it is better than the New Leaf. And I will say a lot of that is nostalgia based on New Leaf. So... I don't think it's better. New Leaf still stands as my favorite, but maybe I just need to give New Horizons a replay. I touched it once the other day, but before that, I didn't play it since January of this year, which for me, favorite Switch game of all time is a is a long time. So whew, I think New Leaf still has the edge a little bit. Then Derock asks, can you please do a room tour? So I've thought about this. I've been getting room tour questions a lot and no one probably knows this, but on December 24th, Christmas Eve of 2021, I did a room tour. Uh, It's now deleted because it wasn't a great video, but I figured why not make it absolutely tradition to do a room tour on Christmas Eve every year that my room changes. How about that? It's a tradition, like it's such a random day for it. You know, it's a random day for a room tour, but I figured let's do it every Christmas Eve. So yes, I can do one, not for another six months, but I can do one for sure. Then Skillby asks, what capture card should I get for a switch recording that is cheap and not a scam? I don't know if any of them are like scams, but some are for sure lower quality. So, the one that I use is an Elgato capture card. Now, you might have seen that name. It is a bit expensive. Um, but really, I mean, there's no better one. Like, like, Elgato is number one. Number one. There is no better, really. Like Like, no real better one without paying like a stupid price your favorite youtuber uses Elgato whether it be me whether it be somebody who, who does walkthroughs like if you see guys who do walkthroughs I promise you they're either using an Elgato or the other one is an Avermedia now here's the thing Avermedia is it Avermedia Avermedia they make capture cards and I have not tested them so i I'm not reviewing from my experience on this, on this other capture card brand, but I've heard they're good and the reviews are good. So I believe those are a bit cheaper than Elgato, uh, do some research, but I hear those are good. If not, I can definitely recommend from use the Elgato, the Elgato HD 60. That one works good for switch gameplay. So yeah, that's what I use then. Oh, I lost the page. Here we go. The Rock also asks, when do you think the next Animal Crossing game will come out? I think 2027. That's a good guess. 2027. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Because the, you know, the first one, sorry, not first one. The last one came out in 2020. That's a while ago. They're for sure working on the new game because after Animal Crossing New Leaf, they literally announced, or sorry, not not announced, but like the, the developer said, the Kind of like the, the week after or like the month after. Sometime very, very close to the release date of New Leaf. They begin working on New Horizons. So that team is like on it. Nailed on it on the next game. So I would assume the next game is in development. Uh, 27 is a good guess, man. Because if they release the next console in 2025... 27 is a good... You know what? I'm going to tag with you. I'm going to say... 2027 and that also gives them a great amount of time to actually develop the game now i think 26 is also possible but yeah i'm gonna tag with you i'm gonna say 2027 for sure i think that's it then Dog dx asks do you think the next console will be as good or even better than the switch yeah so we're at weird territory when Nintendo has a successful console they don't they have no clue how to follow it up. We had the Wii hundred million units and then you have the Wii u and three d s catastrophe now the the three d s sold decent it didn't sell better than the d s but then you had the Wii u worst selling console of all time from Nintendo that is not the virtual boy which. Can you count that? I mean, okay, so I guess you can. So second worst, the Game Boy Micro, maybe, you know, these kind of things, but essentially one of the worst. So I bring that up because I think after two failures, I think they will actually know how to pivot from the Switch and make an entirely new console that will be better Then the switch, I think they will figure it out this year or sorry, not, sorry, not this year, this time, this time when they make a new console, I think they will actually have their stuff figured out and figure out how to move away from switch into something new. I think it'll be better and it'll sell better as well. I think then final question, the hollow turtle asks, what's your dog's name? I saw them in a recent post. So the one that was in the post, his name is Louie. And then I have another one that I might have posted once or twice. His name's Teddy. He's like a white and brown fur one. But the one in the post, the brown furred one, his he's Louie. L-O-U-I-E. The I-E one fits better for a dog. Anyways, that is all of the questions for today's Mario Matter. And that is the episode. Let's go ahead. Let's give a shout out to our channel members. Once again, new channel member perks coming out this Saturday. So, go ahead, fork over that money. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That is not required. If you do not have member money, do not worry. You can, of course, enjoy the channel without paying any kind of money, of course. But shout out to It's Kate, Abraham Belts, Jeremy R., Heisenberg TSG, Kuya Koi, Phoenix Love 44, Aaron 25746, Allison McGuire, and Kirby Finn. Now, I will say that is going to be. I believe probably the final time that I give shout outs verbally. I don't know if I can give shout outs verbally anymore because I am anticipating the list to go up and up and up as we announce on Saturday. So I do not think I'll be able to be like, shout out to our members and then read all of them, you know? So I'll have them roll at the end in like a credits kind of part at the bottom of the screen. And so that'll be that. I'll for sure thank, like, thank you to our channel members, but then it'll end right there. So... Anyways, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you to our channel members. That is the podcast. I'll see you on episode number 42. I love you all. Take care. Adios.